Hi, and welcome to another What's Up podcast. I'm Becca Martin-Brown, Features Editor for the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. So lucky, so lucky to have here with me two of the cast and the director from the Art Center of the Ozarks production of Into the Woods. We have Shane Sturdivant, who's playing the baker. We have Michael Weir, who's playing all the other parts, because that's what he does. <laughs> and Julie Gable, who's directing. Say hi, guys. Hello. 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 <laughs> so, Sondheim is hard. A bit. <laughs> it's very hard. They just gave me this look like, yeah, are you an idiot? Talk about the difference. Shiloh Jones, who's playing the baker's wife, said something about, we all sing Sondheim in the shower. Right. Or in the car. But it's totally different on the stage. Talk a little bit about the learning process and... Go ahead, guys. Uh, you know, Sondheim is, it's, it's, it's you know, you, you're doing like a, an old style musical, like the music man, it's like you have a beginning and an end, you have verses, and, and Sondheim is just, it's beautiful music, it's gorgeous music, but it, it if you're singing it and studying it, it's just, it's just kind of all over the place, you know, it's it's not that traditional um, uh, rhythms and, and, and keys that you're you're used to singing. It's not when the you're formula. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't yeah. go to formula, right. which is... Probably what makes Sondheim so special. Which is actually why I was so attracted to Sondheim when mm-hmm. I first was introduced to him, because it was like he writes for singers, people who who love to sing. It's like that. It's non-traditional mm-hmm. and yeah. it's challenging and it's clever and it's one of the things that is it it pushes you but it's so fun and it's so satisfying in fact one of the hardest songs i think one of the hardest songs in this show i don't have to sing any of them so i <laughs> which is a great that. part of directing right. um is a song that is four characters is it four four or the, five? the witch has one line in it but oh yes. that's right yeah um and it almost it sounds so simple when you listen to it which one it's called Your Fault. Oh, right. And it sounds so simple when you listen to it. It's the I think it's the hardest song in the in the show. It's just the way it it's broken up and it builds and so we've worked on it a lot and it's it's a it's super strong. Yeah, it's but fascinating. It's pretty much the fina- it's, it's near the end. Yeah, it's yes. pretty much the finale yeah. of the care of the story arc the genius of it is the way he wrote it i i don't think i've ever seen another piece that is written to express exactly what's going on in almost an emotional way the way that the i've just never seen another piece like this that's just it's an argument right it's this whole thing that's everybody's blaming everybody and the way that he wrote it it expresses that without me having to do anything other than sing it, you <laughs> know, which is really it. interesting. So, and when you're listening to it, you neat. almost think it's a patter song, but it's yeah. not. And it does sound easy. I mean, compared to they always talk about the witch's rap, where she's complaining about mm-hmm. the greens in her garden as mm-hmm. being the hardest song, but it's the hardest tongue twister, maybe. And I think there are different challenges yeah. and different the different songs, and I I think that's part of the genius. And time. Yeah, the the witch is autonomous in that one. Mm-hmm. We're interdependent on each other mm-hmm. to do it well. Mm-hmm. Watching so. just if you came to Into the Woods and you just watched the kind of scene breaks where you're singing about going into the woods, we have to go. It'd be worth the price of admission. <laughs> <laughs> just watching the interaction and the 
the both physical and vocal weaving that goes on. If I could just remember the words that I have to sing <laughs> with that melody because they're Some different every time. Some of them are into the woods, time. into the woods. Right, and journey. <laughs> and I've got go those. Journey. I've got yeah. those. That's the in-between that might be a little iffy. <laughs> Was this a show that you always wanted to do, Shane? I had never even thought about it. I saw this probably 20 years ago, had not even dreamt of it. And, of course, when Julie said that that's what she was going to do, I thought, I love working with Julie. That sounds fun. But I really wasn't sure what I was getting myself into because I didn't think the baker was such a big role until we got to read through, and I was like, oh, dear. (laughs) (laughs) And if you listen to his songs, they don't sound... They're not the ones that sound killer. There's not even... He doesn't even actually have a traditional solo in the show, which is interesting. Do you like him? I do. I think he's a real... I like I think he's fun. I I think there's just so much to him because he's kind of a... He's a little high-strung. He's a little anxious. (laughs) He's a little scaredy cat. He's a little Shane on the high-strung. But he kind of develops right. I'm not high-strung at all. Um... He, so I like. I it's like. So funny of, the way he does it too, because it's it's basically Shane the Baker, and he, yeah. he, puts, he puts his mannerisms that I know that Shane has, and it, the comic effect is just amazing. Oh well, thank it's you. Really and you and Shiloh are, make a beautiful. Couple. I just I enjoy the really I enjoy do. the journey of him kind of getting a spine throughout it, and, and his which growth. is really cool. Yeah, his his yes. growth. Well, she has that so beautiful, beautiful song about you've changed. You're different. Yeah, you're leading us through the woods. Yeah. So that's cool. How can you not just do one part, Michael? Is that just like, is there a rule, <laughs> a contract somewhere? Uh, it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's it's nice to um, uh, that that people trust me with that kind of versatility to to. Um, the to, last to, one was comedy of tenors at Arkansas Public Theater, right. where you were seventy three characters, or at least I was I felt two that people way. in that show. I was two people, <laughs> in that, and I'm only two people in this show as it well. Seems like so. so many more. Yeah, it does. I'm so, on stage a lot. I'm on and off. And we're going to have to get him into therapy for this <laughs> Yeah. Personality, personality, yeah. He's not the only one. So I play the right. narrator, <laughs> the narrator, the storyteller, mm-hmm. the one that they The mysterious and man. And the mysterious man. And they both have kind of similar roles in the show. The narrator telling the story, guiding the action. The mysterious man is, is a character that shows up on occasion to sort of encourage the other characters to do certain things. And he's too. trying to manipulate. And manipulate. So when we when well. first we meet, I seem mysterious. Yeah. Is that him? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. But don't, what, give me but the when, rest. When explained that I'm nothing serious. <laughs> so what, you've got an amazing cast. I do. What's been the joy and the challenge for you? I... I've been in Sondheim before. I've not directed Sondheim before. I've been in a Sondheim and a big fan. Into the Woods is one of my favorites. Weren't you in Sunday in the Park or did I imagine that? I was not, but that is probably my favorite. Is it? Sunday in the Park. This and Sunday in the Park with George um, are are two of my favorites of Sondheim's. Um, But one of the biggest challenges is the... Which is a challenge with every show is making sure that I'm being true to the to the playwright, to the lyricist, to the to the composer, being true to telling their story. Of course, we're telling it our way, but making sure that we are being clear in the story that we're telling and the complexities of this this show is just adds to that responsibility I I think Um, but it's the process when you're directing a show the process is in 
my determination most of the time is the same. You know, the approaching um, a script, the music, the actors, this, the whole process is, and I do it with my kids too when I'm directing kids. So the process is almost always the same, um, but you just are going on different journeys and sometimes you need more emphasis on this. And because this um, musical had so much more music and it was integrated into the, it's integrated into the story. Um, there's a lot more staging that I did really than blocking because the, so many of the numbers and there are very little, Amy Kessler did our choreography again, but there are only a couple of numbers that are actually staged numbers because there aren't that many uh, scenes with groups on the stage. I think Everybody you and I talked stage. about this before, but even though you have to approach the character seriously, oh. even though like the princes are ridiculous and silly. But they have to be honest. And you have to... That's a to, better way to say it than seriously, yeah, honestly. Yeah, you have to be... They, as an actor, you you have to be honest with, with... Because even if it's a ridiculous character, you have to believe it. Because if you don't, nobody else is going to care. And uh, so the the honesty um, is, is, I think, paramount. And that's something she's really driven the entire time, which has really helped, especially, I, I think, most of us that are kind of have bigger, that are kind of showing up a lot more on stage, even though <laughs> half the time I don't know what I'm doing. But it's, That's it's I always have that in my mind that whatever this is, even though this is a fairy tale, this is sort of a larger than life thing and surreal and, you know, not much grounded in reality um, to, to do my best to keep it honest, to mm -hmm. keep him honest as to just being a person. You know, he's still a I human being. I think he being, totally right? feels that way. I think he, you're... Baker totally feels that way. And one of the one of the things about um, this show is, even though they're fairy tale characters and some of them are new, like the Baker and the Baker's wife and the narrator and mysterious man, um, it the arc of the story is says so much about humanity mm -hmm. and so much about community and how we relate to each other, how we help each other, how we think for ourselves, you know. So seeing that story, seeing that arc, I think is so interesting. And doing it with storybook characters, I think is fun because when you start out, you know these people or these characters, you know them, you've grown up with them. And so there's, you don't have that disconnect uh, at the beginning, like sometimes you do and you have to set up all the characters and who they are and uh, what they want because if you know the stories that are behind them, you already have that information and most of us grew up with those. And they're so. all real life. The baker and his wife want a child. Jack and his mother need money or they're not going to have a place to live. Little Red Riding Hood needs to go check on grandma and meet someone along the way. You know, it's all right. very... And trust and... True to and life. The, the stories that... There's very relatable things yeah. that even though these are human reactions to extraordinary situations, I think if you really uh, focus in on the things that they're having to face, every one of us has faced a lot of these same extraordinary situations just on a more realistic level. Mm -hmm. Very uh, human, very yeah. real. What would you say exactly. about ages for little kids? Because um, it, it is fairy tale characters, but it doesn't it go... <laughs> 
it, it ever after has its challenges. You know, if if someone wanted to bring their children, I would say Act One would would be appropriate. But Act Two goes to such a different place. I I I I would check the the booking uh, the ticketing at ACO, but I think it's recommended for adults. Mm-hmm. So I told a group uh, uh, Harry Potter and uh, basically if you if you watch the last. Oh, movie, that's a good idea. If you can handle that. Yeah, if you've seen the Demanders, your you're you're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's, of course, yeah, and different. It's that kind of parents. Yeah, and different parents have mm-hmm. different. Well, sure. Amanda and I will probably sure. only stay for the first act because right. she knows that act and she knows it all turns out okay sure. and right. And that's kind of what five years old and up for mm-hmm. her. Oh, so. Huh? Right. So what do you want people to know about the show if they don't know who Stephen Sondheim is? They don't know who these actors are they don't know they've never been to a play at aco what do you want them to know there's something for everyone especially to me what's really beautiful about the way that julie's done this is it's it's paying tribute to the two-dimension way that these characters were written and you know you've got this two-dimensional story character out of a book and she's laid us as these three-dimensional humans trying to be these people in real ways on top of these extraordinary stories, which is a really cool effect. And then just the the moral of consequences to your actions mm-hmm. and how in a community of people that what we do doesn't just affect us. It doesn't just have an impact on us and it doesn't just change us. It's a transformative thing for your community. So I think that's a really beautiful piece of the story of this. Is it dark? A little later in the show, yeah. But it's still wistful. There's there's hope. Right. There's joy. There's exactly. peace. And I think that's a really beautiful thing. And, you know, we've all been there, right? Because we're never just one thing. We're sad and, and we're at peace at the same time. We struggle and we have hope at the same time. So, and it ends on a hopeful note. Yeah. At the end, and there's a lot of humor in it. Yes. Because I've got a lot of funny actors. <laughs> and I'm taking advantage of that um, uh, that comical... Uh, the, the steward is yeah. kind of worth the whole the price of the ticket. I think Roger is doing really an amazing is. job. He really is. I am so in love with what I don't remember his name. Who's playing the wolf and one of the princes? Oh, Dalton. Dalton. Yes. Yeah. This this wolf is. You'd follow him. You would. You'd follow him yep. anywhere, and yep. then you'd find out why you shouldn't. <laughs> so. Who have you met? There's a lot of old friends in this show. Mm-hmm. Who have you met that? really impressed you that's new taylor dolan she's playing the stepmother she's hilarious she is she's also an author um she's also she's just this beautifully complex person at such a young age i think she's 28 or 29 and she just has this beautiful heart and is always she out of the blue created a costume changing thing spreadsheet for people (laughs) i think spreadsheet and i want to crawl under a rock but she just did this. She's very just generous with who she is. And it's it's just kind, a beautiful thing to kind, see. kind, sweet person. Yeah. What's yes. great about her is that right after auditions, uh, I ran into her at the airport, and I didn't know her before, and she struck up a conversation with me. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and she's very kind. I was glad that we were, we were both cast because, she, she, yeah, she's been a, yeah. she's, she's a very supportive mm-hmm. person. She's a gift. Lifts the cast up. When, she, when I was at rehearsal, she came over to me at, at the act break and said, Watching you is so much fun. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Hi. 
So who have you? And met? the princes do steal the show, and I've said that a million times. Yeah. Brandon, uh, Brandon, who I've known for a long time. This is the first time I've ever been on stage. Oh really? Yeah, Brandon. How fun. Uh, uh, I think he's having to push himself a little bit to yeah. be big and funny. Is that true? Well, I mean, I think there, I think there is that that fine line that we were talking about where the princes have this air of superiority. And one of the lines is, "I was, I was raised to be charming, charming not, not sincere." sincere. Right. And to do that in a sincere <laughs> way, I think layering that, I think that's that's the challenge. Mm-hmm. And that, so. But that's also what Brandon brings to it, too, right. because he has just this authenticity to him as a human being. He's just, he's one of my best friends. So, And he popped um, onto my radar during Sunset Boulevard at Arkansas Public Theater. Yeah, that's what I Amazing him, so. tenor. So were you the dresser? I was the dresser. Okay. I was Manfred. Because that's who I'm singing in my head when I'm singing <laughs> that. Yeah. Thank goodness I had it right. You're everything. You're, you've been amazing for as long as I can remember. Oh, thank, thank you guys you. for coming thank in. Thank you. The show opens Friday the 7th at 7.30. 7.30 Friday and Saturday, 3 o'clock matinee. So if you show up at 2, nobody's going to let you in for a little while. <laughs> On Sunday, and then the same schedule the next weekend. Tickets start at $20 at the Art Center of the Ozarks in Springdale. And I believe they're having a... Uh, Valentine's dinner. Uh, they yeah. are. They are. Ticket, if you but... uh, if you want to call and and try to get a ticket to that. And that's seven five one five four four one. If you want to do a good thing for Valentine's Day. Thank you, Becca. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you.